Happy New Year. <laughs> Robbie, can you fix that and coordinate it in post? Nope, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. That was great. <laughs> All right. It was, ha- it was Habibi's level coordinated. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. Inshallah. One, way. Of, a, one of us was on <laughs> Arab timing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's just so perfect. I, I'm glad we're starting. We're starting the year, the year uh, tradition. This is how, this is how it goes. How it goes. <laughs> this is it. This is it. I'm your host for today, Salvi uh, Mesmar. Nice, nice. And I'm Salvadorius, and, and I'm Ramin Fabi. And this is the first, yes, the first episode ever. ever. <laughs> the first ever episode of the Habibis podcast, which is three game developers drinking good Arab tea. The first episode in a year that is not that's 2021. True. New wow. beginnings. It's never happened before. Wow, that's mind-blowing. I'm Just, going to have to start a new Google Sheet to keep track of what games we're playing <laughs> for next year's top 10 list. Oh, yeah. I'm wrapping up on my top 10 list. I was pretty happy with the top 10 list, that's a good list. that we made. I, I loved it. I, that was, it was very representative. I also yeah. like that we, uh, we managed to agree to like on how we're doing this. While we're recording, and it was still <laughs> on it was the still fly. Okay to listen to, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. I listen. I listened back to it as well. It was like it got a little politicy <laughs> at some point. <laughs> you know, some trading favors, some yeah. uh, you know, yeah. offers you can't refuse in there, but <laughs> that weren't refused anyway. So yeah, that weren't refused anyway. <laughs> I love the. I love the part where y'all were like, oh, we don't care which one goes first place. And I'm like, well, I care. And then both of you were yes. like, actually, we care. If he's going to care, I'm going <laughs> to well, care. Well, now we know. <laughs> I'm not going to let them one up me on this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was listening to that. And I'm like, I was like, you, both of you just going like, I don't care. I'm like, wait, that's not how this ends. I know how this episode ends. I was there. I recorded this. That is not what's going to happen. You know, I had like a narrator voice in the back of my head going like, they didn't care. Yeah. Uh, Honest truth, all those games that made it to our top 10 were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Any one of them could have been. Yeah, I'm I'm finishing my top ten like list, the the written list this year, and it's a little different from the one that we ended up with. Obviously, uh, a lot of overlap. So I'm I'm guessing my my game of the year is not going to be a surprise for anybody. <laughs> Given the episode, no. <laughs> so, all right, you you want to know a funny thing that I've never told anybody, but uh, but I guess if I say it on the podcast the now, world. everybody will know. Okay. So I write a uh, game of the year list for Giant Bomb every year, yep. right? And I think I've been doing that since probably 2016. And every year so far, Destiny has won my best multiplayer award. <laughs> and every year, I've copy-pasted the exact same text <laughs> and just changed a few details to make it fit just the for the new year. There, and nobody and has ever it. pointed it out. It's just... Exactly. Like, it's like I, like I just changed what the done. campaign is, but, <laughs> but the, it's the exact same text every oh, year, oh except God. for a few details, and nobody has ever noticed. This is such a, a, a Rami play. I am not surprised yeah. <laughs> at all. And I have I to go you, back and like copy paste it. I bet you have a small handful of people figured it out. And we're like, "Yep, that's a Rami," and just didn't yep. say anything. Yep. They were like, "Yep, that seems right. That seems right." <laughs> I love uh, it. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, Destiny is winning best multiplayer this year for me as well. And uh, yeah, no, you can kind of imagine what the text is going to be. <laughs> reading the text of any previous year. Should we just year. give Rami his, his so my five is... minutes of Destiny already? Or is it like, you know, a reoccurring segment? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I finally played oh, the new go. dungeon yes. of Destiny. Tell me and Osama yep. about yeah, this. It's very, it's very good. <laughs> yes, okay, please. It, it's very good. It has nothing to do with the horse. It's actually a pirate-themed dungeon. Um, you play it with three players, uh, as you do all dungeons in Destiny. And uh, yeah, no, really fun mechanics. It's really silly, just like everything for the 30th anniversary. Um, there's an entire segment where you're shooting yourselves out of a giant cannon and then hitting a, a shield and like shooting things. And then uh, there's, uh, you know, good boss fights, good good momentum, really good scenario design. It's just, uh, it's really good. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to let this be a very long, awkward silence again. And then, uh, th- thanks, guys. <laughs> This is the this is the most this is the most depressing segment of the podcast for me. <laughs> well, you're usually still talking about destiny yeah. at this point. <laughs> did you both did you both go and grab some new yeah. tea? Is that what happened? I was like, oh, he's in this. I feel he's bullied. In destiny five minutes. I'm gonna have Bluetooth headsets, so I was listening to yeah. you. You know, it's, it's horses and pirates and stuff. It sounds great, Rami. <laughs> I, I love it. Whenever you two find a game that you love as much as Destiny, I'm just going to be silent. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Honestly, I wish I could look at a game the way you look at yeah. Destiny, Rami. Yeah, you could if you played more Destiny. <laughs> then Fauci would be the only uncomfortable silence here. <laughs> I, I watched a movie I'd like to talk about. That's it's very on- nice for you, Osama. Okay, it's Fauci, on what did you do this week? It's on theme. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about lots of things. <laughs> I'm just going to grab some tea, okay? You two no, get, get back here. <laughs> it, so I'm going to start talking about my Go movie anyway. Okay. It's called Don't Don't Look Up. Oh, I've, I've, I've you, watched it. Have either of you watched it? It's a new, it's a new DiCaprio yes. movie. So, yes, yes, it, it absolutely is. And sadly, it's on theme. I wish it was completely a work of yeah. fiction. But um, I found it to be... Well, okay. So the, the synopsis, a little bit, what happens is some really brilliant scientists discover that a comet is heading towards Earth. And they try to tell, um, they're in the United States, so they try to tell the United States government specifically about it. And people kind of don't take them seriously about a really, really big threat, like potentially world-ending threat. Uh, and it was incredibly uncomfortable to see how the media reacts, how the population reacts, how the government reacts. Um, I found it a, a brilliant, well-executed movie that I had a very hard time watching because of how yeah. it was. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 so I think that the, the cast of the movie is just incredible. Like they're all like uh, heavyweight yeah. Oscar, no, Oscar nominees or winners. Uh, incredible actors and actresses. Like the cast was just um, it's it's, a, it's insane, star-studded. Uh, uh, the characters that you believe because the actors are just so good. Um, I yes. thoroughly enjoyed, like it was one of those uh, movies that are funny but also sad because they're funny at the same time. Like the the yeah. the subject matter is, <laughs> is 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 depressing because it's so relatable, but at the same the the take on it is so is, is the, the the comedy behind it has a lot of like jokes that can land in the in a way that I that I kind of enjoyed a lot. 
I think that the the the, yeah. the thing that kind of took me out of the movie sometimes is that um, it's it's a little bit too uh, U.S. centric, in which like it it kind of almost feels like you know the, the, yeah, the U.S. Yeah. is the I, only you know country that can deal with whatever disaster that is heading towards our planet. Or it's the yep, I noticed that and it, it graded on yeah. me. But like at this point in Hollywood, the sad truth is so many movies set themselves yeah. up this way that it's like. It's just it's so uncomfortable. I don't like it all, but yeah, yeah, I, I totally could see could see why and all like, of this. I think, but I like, think you know, China was mentioned like <laughs> yeah. offhand briefly yeah. at one point, and maybe Russia, and it was like two times in the whole movie. Like, yeah, there is a rest of the world yeah. we haven't forgotten, but that was surely one of those. Uh, you know, like another country would have done something. You know, without spoiling any of the events, but another country would have intervened or did something in a more realistic scenario. But you know, yeah. since this is satire, uh, we look past that and just I think the message is uh, what's important. So, like I think overall enjoyed it. Like very enjoyable movie, I would say. Absolutely, uh, yeah. I, I still like highly recommend it, even if it's an uncomfortable watch. Cause yeah, it's good. It's good as well. Right? There's a lot of like um, the Oscar nominated movies are now coming out. Um, there's a bunch on Netflix that I want to watch. So I'll probably be mentioning a bunch of those in, in the weeks to come. Um, there's like the, the power of the power yeah, of the dog, I think got a lot of nominations and it's on uh, Netflix. So I'll report back once I've seen more of, uh, more of these movies, but it's good. Like there's a lot of good quality content coming out now. You know what? I'll do the same. I'll, I'll take that list and we'll watch it and we'll give. Ah, our, uh, our yeah, that sounds, that, that sounds like fun. fun. And if Rami ever comes back from having tea, we can invite him to do the same. There you are. <laughs> I've been back for a minute, but all I heard was something about really good actors. And I'm like, okay, that sounds, yeah, that, that sounds performances good. Performances and Don't Look Up were fantastic. Don't Look Up. Yes, I watched that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Good. So we all, oh. all three of us watched it, but you weren't What's here. What's your take from? No, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, it, you know, it's hard to watch a movie... It's hard to watch a movie that is so blunt. Yeah. <laughs> it's very blunt. Yeah. It's like, okay, y'all. So we're going to be funny, but also uh, we're going to hit you in the face repeatedly yeah. for, you know, the entire length of this movie. Um, I don't know if I like the way they wrapped it up, but, you know, like I I, I, en- I enjoyed the movie overall. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it did the thing where I'm always... Uh, one of you must I have did. brought this up, right? <laughs> that that it, this movie is... This, that this movie is very like um, uh, USA. <laughs> we were yes. just talking about that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Then we shared. Yeah. We shared thoughts. No wonder. Yeah. We started the podcast again. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, we're, this movie. Yeah, we all agree. Okay. Yes. Next yeah. topic. Yes. Um, no. I. I mean, it's nice that somebody made a movie like that. I'll be honest. Um, I'm not sure it's going to work. I'm just going to guess the reviews are basically going to be split in two. People who already agreed with it and people who already <laughs> disagreed with it. Don't think it's going to change anybody's mind. I over over Christmas, um, a, lot of, a lot of people might be like, hey, aunt, you really should watch this movie. Or, hey, uncle, how about we sit together and watch this movie? Right. I don't know about, you know, <laughs> maybe we can have a fun discussion afterwards. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. It'll be great. It's going to be so exciting. <laughs> So uh, what I what I when I looked up the, the reviews after watching it, because I was curious about the same thing, what I noticed what surprised me. I, I noticed that critical reception was poor 
and and public reception was actually better than I was hovering around mm-hmm. the eighty percent type yeah. percentile. Well, I was expecting the exact opposite. I would have figured that you know critical reception would have been like you know this movie has a message, it's really strong performances, uh, that it would have been really high. And I think that's very telling about that's even scarier. Stop to think about. I guess like the, there's yeah. some aspects of the movie making right. of that movie that I think are, you know worth criticizing. You know, like the the point that Rami brought up. Yeah. Uh, the, the you know like the, there's plot holes and that that kind of stuff. You know, like the satire kind of kind of falls flat yeah. at some points uh, too. So. It, it lacks yeah, exactly. Like, there there's is no, no subtlety yeah. in some of those yeah. uh, some of those points. You know, there's uh, some character building kind of drops in some areas. So, like I think, like you know, there are some critiques from a movie point, point uh, making point of view that are worth making, but you know, overall enjoyable. I think like the message is important in this day and age. But like you know, like like Rami yeah. mentioned, like the, the, this is probably the audience of the movie is already divided by now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, it's good yeah. that it exists. Uh, let's see what what else. Watched, what else did uh, we do? I oh, watched another okay. movie. No, you know you go, go ahead. ahead I'm watching Ooh, a lot of movies, movies. Right. over the uh, holidays this summer. So I I, I watch it. I don't. It's Encanto. Is that the the new oh, yeah, yeah, type movie? Yeah, yeah. I watched it with my kids and um, absolutely loved it. I thought it was really they enjoyed it, which is usually my. my Barometer of how good it is for the most most of the target audience, um, but I also actually was invested. Uh, one thing is, I don't know how they did it, but the animation is feels like a huge step up from other like Disney. Wow, that's movies. a high bar already. And that, yeah, I mean, I was because I they're already incredible, right? But there's a lot of singing and dancing, especially in this movie, and the dancing was so well animated. It was incredible, and it was consistent, and I I loved it. The facial expressions, it's like they leveled up on the face. Like, I couldn't help myself but feel whatever the person, over and over and over. It's like, as as that, like, as as uh, pushing the craft forward, that movie was phenomenal. I I, I, I was very, very surprised. Uh, in terms of the story, the story was really good. It had a good message. Um, it was a little odd at times, but not in a bad way. Uh, but the message was really, really strong, family-centric message, and had a lot of subtlety to it as well, like uh, to the themes. Um, so that was really good. It, overall, was just I just recommend. I'm curious to see what y'all will think when you eventually yeah. watch it. Cause I assume you like Pixar stuff too. Yeah, I'll check it out. I think it also got like nominated like Golden Globes and stuff like that uh, for animated pictures. So it's it's on my list of stuff I need uh, to check out. I watched. Okay. So, I, I, go ahead. Yeah, no, do you want to say something first? So finish the thought. No, I was going to say, that's it for me for movies. Go ahead. <laughs> I got the cue. Only a second too late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or too or early. Or too early. I watched yeah. a bit of The Witcher, the, the new season. Um, I don't know if you've... Mm. You guys been following the, the show at all? Yes. Oh, okay. No. So, so, I have an asterisk okay. next to my yes, because it's kind of one of those movies I... Like, I kind of enjoyed the first season. A lot of people loved it like crazy. I yeah. thought it was pretty good. And I kind of lost a little in the second mm-hmm. season, watched it while while working or things on the side. So I'm not 100% sure what's happening. No, it's so okay. Not, where where do you guys stand on The Witcher 3, the game? What do you think? Have you played it? I, I was one of the people who... I was one of the people who dropped out after the oh, Bloody yeah? Baron quest. Yeah. 
which I think is like the most common drop-off point yeah. for The Witcher 3. Uh, not because the quest is bad, but because the quest is really good and really intense. And then the game goes, and now drive across the entire country for yeah. the next 25 minutes. So I did the, the drive around the entire country and I started the arc just after. And that's when I fell off because it, like, it slowed down, like Rami said, a lot. But the other thing is, I actually think that that game is very unbalanced. I absolutely love the missions and the storytelling. Like the, the mission design is some of the best of yeah. the games period. And I don't like the PCs. I don't like the movement. I don't like the combat mm-hmm. at all. So like when I ha- when they force me to travel for a really long time on horseback and engage in fights, I lost. If this was like a talking simulator type RPG, I would have played it like yeah. nonstop. That's the yeah, good yeah. Part, you know? I, I thought mm-hmm. that uh, also very similar to, uh, to you guys. Like I didn't I dislike that lull in the game at that point. I think it's like you know many people gone through that point. But uh, Witcher Three, I think, just raised the level of expectations and ambitions of uh, open world RPGs. I guess across the board when it came out, it's like a monumental technical achievement uh, and like amazing writing, as uh, as uh, you mentioned, Osama. But also like you know a little bit like you always. I always felt that. Um, there's room for the combat to deliver on the Witcher fantasy, which is, you know, kind of starts off as a detective to some extent, trying to figure out uh, what is this beast that you're about to slay. Then, um, you know, do the research in terms of like what potions or ointments do you need to like really uh, get the the edge up in combat and then go and execute. Um, but a lot of times you just went in with uh, swords blazing and, <laughs> and it worked anyway. Um, but that that notion of The Witcher, I really like as a lore, and I think this is why I really gravitated toward uh, the first season because I did not, I never read the books. Like I wouldn't claim that I have. Um, so I think that uh, the, the show really kind of like explores this a lot about the the story of what uh, what a Witcher is and like the the lore behind them, and like uh, there's some nudges to the game here and there. And I've watched a, a bunch of the of the second season, and it just continues on the first one. So, like, if you like the first season, I'm pretty sure you'll you'll enjoy what the second season has to offer. Uh, yeah. So, you know, watching a bunch of this, I'll I'll tell you what I think about the entire season once I'm done with it. But like, so far, so good. So far for me, it just continues what the first season started, and I enjoyed the first season. So that was uh, that was pretty good. Right. I also played the so, yeah. Go ahead. Funny thing. Before I talk about my video game. I, just a, just a little little aside. Uh, we're also watching me and my wife, The Wheel of Time, and I didn't like it. And I wanted to. It's not that I wanted to stop, but I would have stopped. But like, I was surprised. Actually, she likes it. Usually, I'm into the more sci-fi or fantasy stuff, but she really liked The Wheel of Time, so we continued watching it. But we watched The Wheel of Time and The Witcher kind of like back and forth, and I'm half paying attention to both. So I kept mixing them up in my mind, like expecting a character from one to jump into the other. So I don't recommend doing <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> Very specific advice, but I love it. <laughs> they're not exactly the same, but they're like, the, the, they overlap enough that going back and forth, I, I got confused. Whenever a new character was introduced, I'd have to just pause and be like, wait, what are we watching again? I don't know which world. No, I almost want to watch it to kind of like see those similarities. <laughs> I almost want to do this. <laughs> I, I it's it's not my favorite new show. Okay. I, 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 apparently, the fans are are really enjoying it because um, it's 
it's giving life to their characters. But apparently, people who don't haven't don't have an attachment to the books feel that it's really rushed. Uh, I share that sentiment. It just feels like too many things are happening back to back to back, and it's not giving it time to care. Like I just don't care about the yeah. characters. Yeah, barely. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a big problem. But it's like twenty. What? How many books? Like it's like a dozen books, twenty books. Wow. There's like a lot of books that they're trying to condense a short period of time. Yeah. Un- undo. It's not doable. okay. Yeah, I, I haven't read the books either, so it'll be. <laughs> Yeah. Neither have I. Yeah. Um, I played. I played a bit more of that uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Oh yeah. yeah okay. So you're f- you're four <laughs> percent into <laughs> so, the game now, right? Seventy hours. Like that. <laughs> um, the you know, the yeah. funny funny thing happens. Like as I was playing this game, a family member was uh, looking at the game, and then uh, she asked me, "What year did this game come out?" And I was like, <laughs> "It just came out 2021." I was like, "Oh." Okay. <laughs> really? Brutal. <laughs> it does. It does have that thing around it. Like you know, it looks like you know. It's it's in every way. It's a very. It's a traditional Shimigami Tensei. You know, like um, I kind of knew what I what I was getting myself into going in, and I just went in anyway. And here I am. You know. <laughs> I like it like I like all these other I think it's a bit like maybe it's uh, me wanting to have uh, to spend less time in games so I can try other things but it's a bit too grindy for my taste but you know the the classic formula Mm -hmm. of collecting those um, uh, I don't know personas if you may and like you know combining them uh, getting their skills leveling them up leveling yourself up go through the story all of that it's it's still there it's pretty good I have some issues with the frame rate. I think it drops okay. sometimes, like it's uh, it's low across the board as you're playing the game. But yeah, it's also kind of like I get tend to expect that at this point with some of these uh, some of these narratives. Well, yeah, you try, you know, you battle these uh, monsters, you try to mm-hmm. catch them, you try to convince them to join you or bribe them to join you. Uh, it's like you know, JRPG uh, with Pokemon and that kind of stuff. I like it. It's uh, it's it's totally my cup of tea. But um, yeah, it's uh, the formula is kind of starting to show its age. I think um, so. I I don't know if we'll bring in newcomers to the series uh, to the series, but like for our fans, they will find what they're looking for there. Okay. Uh, Rami, have you played yeah. any of those games before? I, yeah, yeah, I played Shimigami Tense and Persona, and yeah, they're they're long. <laughs> they're very long. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, they're very long. They. They vary between worth my time and not worth yeah. the time. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of that's kind of really that that's really it with with SMT. And um, I think Persona is more consistent yeah. for me. Where at the end, I always feel like okay, this was this was worth it. Uh, and uh, SMT less so. Every now and then, I'm like, yeah, um, okay, okay. I, I, I guess that's a thing that could could happen. Um, but you know, they're they're impressive games just for the sheer like scope and skill and. Uh, narrative yeah. frequently. So it's been a while. Uh, the last time I, like I played the uh, SMT was yeah. uh, 3DS, uh, the fourth one. Uh, right. I forget when that game yep. came out. It must have been, uh, I don't know, 2013 or something like that. Yeah. So it's, it's been ago. quite yeah, some sure. time. Yeah. So Pipe feels a lot like that one. So yeah. So it's, right. I think it's because of the time. If I played Shin Megami Tensei 4 like you yeah. know a couple of years ago, I don't think I would have gotten jumped back in for this one. But uh, this one was like, oh, it's been it's been a while. You know, let's let's check this out. 
And then you're halfway through and you're like, oh, it's... it's. Yeah, I mean, it. like five minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> five minutes yeah. in, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This this place again. Yeah. Oh, here yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we, here, this, yeah. this is what's happening. But then, then halfway through, you're like, oh, yeah. And these games are yeah, long. Yeah. yeah, they're all like around 50 hours or so. So they're not, they're not Persona 5. Like, right. uh, they're smaller yeah. games. They... Because they're grindier, though. like you know, the the, the content really is not like Persona Five, yeah. in which like you know, the, each dungeon, like and Five especially, was more handcrafted, yeah. and the story um, f- feeds you for like yeah. over a hundred twenty hours in some cases. Um, and this one, like you know, one right. dungeon, you could you might need to go back and forth a bunch of times to find the abilities you need to beat the boss, or you need to level up, or uh, yep. you know, random encounters could just like you know take a bit more time. You know, uh, yeah. But yeah, that, that's kind of what I mean. Like, you know, you come out of a Persona game, you always feel like you got your time's worth. And, and with SMT, I'm not sure I always feel that yeah. way. Uh, especially not at the end of a session, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I haven't touched five yeah. yet. If, if, so you play, if you played four, then you know what list. you're getting getting into. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a good SMT. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. I played some games. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I played... Um, I finished Golden Sun 1. Oh, uh, on my on my new analog pocket, uh, <laughs> that device is brilliant. Man, it's been um, so long since it. I played that uh, game. It's called uh, yeah. an analog pocket. Yeah, it's an analog pocket. It's basically a. Um, there's this company called Analog that makes like high end design versions uh-huh. of old console, and they did a Game Boy. Oh, nice oh. advance. Uh, so it's a Game Boy. It has. It's a Game Boy Advance. It plays all the original cartridges. It is not an emulator. It does not play emulated games. It only plays okay. like, cartridges. Um, but it does it on a much better screen, great audio. It has a dock so you can connect it to TV and play with a wireless controller. Wow. Um, it can uh, it can save state. It can save uh, off of cartridge. And it plays all original uh, games, to, to you know, mostly to good. Uh, degree. So it looks good. I'm looking at oh, like, it's, it's wow, beautiful. it's a good looking console. That's yep. amazing. Um, so yeah, I played uh, all of Golden Sun, uh, and that game is as good as I remember, maybe even <laughs> a little better. It's uh, more compact than I remember. It's smaller. Hmm. Uh, I remember that game being huge because the last time I played it, I was like, when did that game come out? 2003, 2002, 2001. Yeah, that's a long time. I I remember loving that game, and it is very good. It is very good. The gin system is still brilliant. The story was pretty amazing um, as well. Isaac was the but, character's name, if I remember correctly. Yep. Isaac. Yep. Isaac, Garrett, Ivan, and Mia. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Ivan, Ivan can do mind read. So they have to write the two lines of dialogue for most characters. Because you can both talk to them, but then also read oh, their that's mind. That's right. That's right. Yes. There's oh. the mind reading part. Man, yep. uh, that game there's was the good. mind reading part. Yeah. That game was very good. And I can recommend Ooh. playing it again. Um, and then I wanted to start on the Lost Age, but it turns out the Analog Pocket has issues with the Lost Age. So until they patch their uh, their chipset, uh, I can't play the Lost okay. Age. That's For uh, New Year's in the Netherlands, we have a lockdown, but you can have two visitors. So I had uh, two friends over, and um, we played all of Warrior oh, yeah. Wear for the Game oh, Boy. Oh, for Game Boy Advance. Uh, <laughs> Classic for the Game Boy Advance uh, on on the TV using the Analog Dock, and uh, yeah. WarioWare is very good. And then um, um, I played the intro of Dragon Ball Z Legendary Super Warriors, which is a Game Boy Color Dragon Ball Z game card game. It's a deck builder from like 19-something, I guess. Um, It is is still, you know, is it a good game? I don't know. 
does it have the entire Dragon Ball Z story in there as a card game? It it does. So I can't I can't tell you whether it's good because I played this as a kid and I loved it as a kid. So now when I'm playing it, I'm just smiling. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I play. Uh, I'm currently in the first hours of a game called Monkey Puncher, which uh, was another favorite Game Boy Color game of mine that we got on a black market in Egypt mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, and Monkey Puncher is a game where you train a monkey to box. Okay. Uh, by uh, you know going running with it and t- teaching it how to skip rope and like uh, you know teaching it how to punch uh, a punching bag and uh, teaching it how to do sit-ups and having it go shopping and then like basically training it. And the interesting thing about the game is that you have like you have three days where you can do two exercises and then at the end of the third day there's a boxing match against another monkey <laughs> and um, you don't control the monkey. In the boxing okay. match. So it just basically acts based on what you taught it and how you taught it and, and what you prioritized in your training. So it's basically sort of like an AI nudging game. It's like Tamagotchi if Tamagotchi went like Fight Club. <laughs> uh, and I really enjoy Monkey Puncher. I don't know what it is. It's like it, it, it both scratches the Tamagotchi itch and the and the let's try and train this, this creature to be very good at something. Um, so wow. I'm having a lot of fun with that. And then uh, we also played Rock Band a lot, which they're which, still which updating. Which Rock Band? The, 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 the one, oh, okay. just Rock Band, yeah. whatever the PlayStation yeah, yeah. 4 was. No, Guitar okay, Hero, yeah. Rock Band, right? Yeah. Uh, so I own the drums and the microphone and the guitars, and they basically come out for New Year's every year. Uh, normally, I have more people. Last year, there was no party. This year, there wasn't really a party either. We were old friends. Um, but we still went and like played Rock Band, and that was nice. Uh, but they're still adding songs wow. to that. I, I did not expect that. Interesting. And and then uh, um, finally, we played uh, Jackbox. Which That's party so pack now? Is I'm it seven? Eight. We're at eight. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. And um, eight has a drawful, a drawful, yeah, drawful, where you have to do the drawing thing that is animated. So you draw two frames. Ooh. That's pretty good. I will say. But there was one I'd never heard of in Party Pack, uh, Party Pack 7 that is now probably my favorite. It's called Talking. Of course it's your favorite. <laughs> it's PowerPoint the game. <laughs> yes. Um, so basically people get writing prompts and then those writing prompts go to everybody else. And then everybody picks a writing prompt, give a presentation about. Yep. And then you've got your presenter, but the presenter also gets another player randomly assigned as an assistant. And then the assistant is basically creating the presentation on the fly as the presenter is presenting it. <laughs> and the assistant can pick like all these weird images, like a golf cart that's like toppled over, <laughs> or a guy staring out of a raining window, or and so the one person is trying to give a talk and then the slide just continues to the next thing and it's just like a golf cart that's fallen over. And you have to make and just it work. Kind of have to, yeah, you have to kind of make the presentation work and the audience can kind of like upvote and downvote as you're going. Uh, and then at the end, you, you, you've you given a presentation. I gave a presentation about uh, why you should not eat the yellow snow. <laughs> it was one slide. And uh, yeah, one of the... Im- <laughs> no. No, it was it was it was the normal slide progression. I think it's like eleven slides well. or twelve slides, and uh, yeah, I, it was it was quite difficult. I will say, yeah, but I managed. Uh, one of the images I got was an orange, and I was like, 
Also, don't eat anything, any snow that is orange. Um, just for reference, I put something orange on the screen for those of you who don't know orange. Um, yeah, you just kind of have to talk your way through the whole thing and then try yeah. to do it in a funny way as well. So I uh, actually love that, that that specific Jackbox game, like Talking Points, yeah. is really good. But I played it with a group that after trying it once, many people were like, I'm not playing that. That's too anxiety. And, like, and, and people you wouldn't expect, you're like, what? You do... A little bit of public speaking. Like, yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> I need to prepare for my talks. It's like, wow. yeah, it touch, touch, like it does something to some people where it's, it's a lot of anxiety. The one that always gets me, I think it's in Party Pack 3 or 4, but it's the one where you, one of you is pretending to know the, the yes, assignment. Yes, yes, me too. Oh. I can't do that one. What's it I can't called? do that one. I don't remember, but I cannot do that one. Me too. It's the one where you get, you don't get the prompt everyone does, but like you have to like it's like how how Pretend. many times have you thrown up in public and you have to put up your fingers and yes. uh, like and you don't know what the prompt is, so everybody else knows and they're putting up one, two, or zero, and you're there with ten fingers up and like saying, "Oh no, <laughs> what did I do?" Uh, I just can't. I can't do it. I yeah, can't do it. I have a hard that time with that one. I'm not a good liar, so whenever that happens, it's like yeah. it's a problem. I'm the worst. Worst liar by far, because right. even when I'm telling the truth, I, I smile and giggle and people think I'm, I'm bluffing. So I, <laughs> people always pick me as traitor, regardless of what happens. <laughs> we should play some Among Us. <laughs> I'm horrible at Among Us, horrible at it, but yeah, I will that's play. That's why you. I want to play Among Us with you. <laughs> yeah, my, my kids love playing with me. They always know. Yeah, I I'm. can imagine. <laughs> Just instantly airlock their dad. <laughs> like, bye. I'm always the first time. I'm sus by <laughs> default. <laughs> Amazing. So that's that's uh, that's well, the games I play. Yeah. I mostly uh, play lock- tabletop simulator games with friends online because we can't have mm-hmm. board game nights. We have a lockdown and a curfew mm-hmm. in Montreal. So oh, curfew um, as well. Yeah, 10 p.m. Brutal. curfew. So uh, I, I live kind of far from my friends, which is far. So we just said, right. you know what, forget it. So we did a lot of board games online. There's uh, with with a group of friends that have kids of similar age. We played. Uh, on Gather Town, they set up some like it's kind of a similar a version of Drawful, a version of whatever, but but where you could play it in Gather Town. Gather Town's like a virtual place where it looks like a, a an old school two D RPG with pixels art. You could walk around and it gives it does video chat if you're in proximity to people. Nice. But you could also set it up with tables that if you sit down at, you could all play together. So we played. You could even play like Tetris, you know, multiplayer Tetris. So we did that, and then I did Tabletop Simulator. I played Magic the Gathering. There's a really cool mod that lets you import your deck list, so you could actually play with the real cards that you own in and uh, in the game, which was really cool. I played other board games, you know, random board games that we already had. We looked for mods um, in the in the Steam's Workshop, and you're just able to play them. I'm a huge fan of Tabletop Simulator already. I, I teach mm-hmm. my my class with it. When my class, oh went, wow, when it went from in person to online, I looked at all the options. A tabletop was by far the best. So. And, and we just make non-digital board games in tabletop. And the point is, don't script. Because this is like supposed to simulate you know, non-digital. That's the intention of this class. So it's actually very, very popular with people who are making games for the first time. And they still have something yeah. somewhat digital that they can share with their friends. That's, really- that's a cool tip, uh, Osama, actually. I might yeah. uh, get to use that at some point. See, See Osama project. gets a silence and then you go, it's a cool tip. I get a silence and then you go like, that's cool, right? <laughs> I, I hear it. I hear it. What you were saying, because like uh, once uh, my class went, uh, oh, we, you were we went remote. Oh. It, uh, we've been struggling with like the the, the physical game assignments. So this is a cool idea. Yeah. Well, yeah, it so works really well. 
Robbie wants. I'm just gonna Robbie's, own this. Episode. Robbie's bitter. Yeah, Robbie He's mad. It's <laughs> just 2022. It's better to have cold, Robbie. This is this is my no no. Arabs don't do cold. They don't do cold revenge. That's not how Arabs do. That's not, that's not how we do. Revenge is best served hot. I'm just, I'm just gonna put like I'm just gonna edit long silence to this. Part. Oh no. That's just, that's, that's just the whole thing. If you want to help us silence. fill the, the silences, you can send us an email to info at thehabibis.com. <laughs> Speaking of... Nice yeah. email. Uh, nice. Um, Osama can read them on the yeah. app to us, well, just I, like he's going to do now. I, I, <laughs> before, before we do that, real quick, Fauzi, did you have a good New Year's? I did. It was pretty good. 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 That's all I wanted to know. I just uh, Osama talked about his. I talked about Aww, mine. So I just wanted to make sure you had a good, yeah, it's, a good you night. You know, like yeah, Aww, that's, that's very thoughtful. So yeah, it's just pretty good. It's pretty good considering. Hopefully next year, um, you good. know, it'll be much much better for for a lot of people inshallah. around. Inshallah. 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 Oh, oh, and uh, before we go, this week has uh, another. By the time this is out, it's already happened for the first time, but. Uh, uh, another exciting thing, I'm starting on my theory classes Ooh. for my pilot's license. Wow, so that's awesome. I'm I'm going to class, which is weird <laughs> because I dropped out of uni to not have to go to class. And here I am, 12 years <laughs> later, your faith. going to class. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, yeah. So I'm going to start with the meteorology, so weather. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited to go to class and be taught stuff Man, that's cool. that I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of hopefully. curious about what kind of stuff yeah. you'll end up learning. So I would be keen to hear what, those kind of yeah, stuff on the podcast. I'll, instead of Destiny. Okay, anything, yeah, I, I got anything you. instead <laughs> of Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's got a basket. He's going to pretend he's talking about his class and he's just going to throw in <laughs> Destiny and Laura like, there. And then a space yeah. horse showed up. Class, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you've got... You, yeah, you got these cumulonimbus clouds, and if you look at this cloud, it looks vaguely oh. like a horse, <laughs> like in Destiny. Oh I, no, these segues! Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Speaking yes. of segues, is this cloud looks like an email? Yes. <laughs> I love this. All right, I'm gonna run with that. That was good. Okay, uh, go. So we got a, a, a an email the? from uh, one of our our listeners, Susan. Uh, and Susan says, hello, Habibis. First, I wanted to say thank you so much for all you do in the industry and for hosting such a great podcast. I'm learning a lot from all Aww, of you. thank you. Aww, that's so kind of you, Susan. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I did have a question for you. Do you think game design is changing in response to the likelihood games will be streamed and played live for an audience? The example that inspired my question is Jackbox, which now has mini games specifically for the audience to keep busy while streamers and performers are doing the central task. They've become more complex and even built in a streamer, uh, sorry, built in a streamer mode for that purpose. I guess that's more of a party game. Uh, and I'm wondering if you see this as a big impact on the game development at large. You want, you want to know the funniest thing? When you said, Susan, I went and checked the, I went and checked the email because the person I played that dungeon with yesterday, one of them was also called Susan and it's the same <laughs> Susan. Whoa. So just, just, just so you want, because they, both of the people I was playing with were in the Habibi's podcast uh, Discord, right? Wow. Uh, and I'm like, is this the same Susan? It's the same Susan, which means that silence is just very mean to our readers at the start oh, of no. the podcast. That, <laughs> oh, no. It's very, very, very bad. Very no. bad, Osama. Come on. Okay, we'll, like, shorten, it by, your... we'll shorten it by like three <laughs> seconds, okay? Three seconds, because there is more than three <laughs> seconds of silence. 
<laughs> Subhanallah. This, this is a compromise. Take it or leave it. Yeah. So I bought an answer for Susan. <laughs> um, okay. Um, um, yeah, game design has changed, yes. right? I think it already has. I think this is not a this is not a thing that just started. I think is has there been any design process in the past like five years where nobody went like, how does this stream? It, no, there absolutely hasn't. Like UI, especially when it comes to UI and UX designers, they're considering it in their wireframes all the time. Like, how will this mm -hmm. look uh, with an overlay? Are we going giving options where you could move things around so that the streamer's overlay doesn't overlap with this bit forward, that piece? Of, uh, yeah. you, you'll, little things like that that you don't necessarily notice because the setup happens off camera. Uh, but there are possible. I'm not saying every game does this. Of course not. There's no standard that every game follows. Uh, but these considerations are, are, are taken in mind. Jackbox is um, ahead of the curve in a lot of things. So if they're doing this now, I bet you other people are looking at it and seeing what they can include. Uh, let's also keep in mind that I don't know if this applies to the patent, to the patents, but up until recently, the, there was a patent that didn't allow people to put mini games in loading. So depending on how that patent was interpreted, maybe I'm not a lawyer, uh, but I could see maybe there was also a legal reason why that's um, right. you know, have a manifest. It was yeah. it was Namco who had the patent. That's why you only mm -hmm. saw it. At, like Soul Calibur had a, a Asteroids game before you you start fighting um, no. during loading. Also, loading is almost not a thing. Yeah, anymore. all Tekken games did that as well. Exactly. If you are a lawyer and you think Osama was just full of bollocks <laughs> on that one, like please email <laughs> us at info at thehabibis.com. As long as you're a Canadian lawyer. If you're an American lawyer or, or even from elsewhere, then what the hell? Why? <laughs> Oops. <I> mean... <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh. So this, that's Osama's yeah. legal talk there. Yeah. Oops. This is Osama legal talk. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna leave that one in. That's no, it. don't, That's don't good. do that. <laughs> oh no, I'll, I'll I'll bleep it out with a long silence. Oh no. Okay, what have I done? Thank you, Susan. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. Can't go for the right. <laughs> of course, just oh, kidding. This 2022 energy is very different from our new normal <laughs> wholesome energy. A very good New Year's. <laughs> for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a good new year's so i'm excited for 2022 i really am yes absolutely yep 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 yep, yep. This absolutely is, this is my year you, you two can participate yes. too but this is my year <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you're you're I feel um, like I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm some sort of AI in Osama's <laughs> in Osama's like simulation now <laughs> This is some Matrix let's level see, let's stuff. See what the, uh, <laughs> I'm in a mood. I didn't have oh, my man. tea today. A, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we should drink let's see and see what happens in the year of Osama. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, well, you know, we'll 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 keep track of this year and just bad stuff that happens. We'll just blame Osama because it's his year. <laughs> yeah, it's, so he can fix it. It's like Mr. Osama and Doctor Hub, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, Doctor Hub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it's gonna go um wow yeah i think we're gonna keep this a short one because i actually have uh have uh, stuff i have to do today yeah. i'm out of time no, no, no. first episode of, of the year so we could call this a wrap and uh we'll see you next week for a new episode of the oh. habibi in the, another yes. installation in the year of osama 
We, no one knows. Send us no one year knows what's in store for us. <laughs> so fingers crossed. <laughs> Inshallah khair. Inshallah khair. Hope for the time being. What's the worst that could happen? Last words. Salam. That was the Habibis podcast for this week. I am Fauzi Masmar, your host for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at Fauzi Masmar. My fellow Habibis were Osama Dorias, who you can find on Twitter at Osama Dorias, and Rami Ismail, who you can find on Twitter at THA underscore Rami. Send us your questions, stories, and suggestions via info at thehabibis.com. Intro and outro music was provided by Malik Zubaila, and the logo was provided by Ibrahim Hamdi. The Habibis is a weekly podcast about three game developers drinking good Arab tea with new episodes launching every Friday, inshallah. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcasting service or check out thehabibis.com for more information. Thank you for listening. Salam.